All right, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Wednesday, December the 8th, 2021, and we do have a quite, a bit in, uh, quite a bit of news, excuse me, for you folks, so let's uh, jump right into it. So first and foremost, a... Uh, sorry, one second here, folks. Let me just make sure everything's running smoothly. Perfect. First and foremost, a U.S. federal judge has sided with Attorney General Wilson and blocks Biden's vaccine requirement for federal contractors. Um, again, look, I mean... I figured at some point there was going to be some type of legal precedent that was going to take place. And if not, then my gosh, this would have just been a really bad joke of a cartoon uh, in terms of the reality that we're living in. But, you know, again, um, I am I am uh, biased with respect to the mandates and all that. I do have an opinion, as as many of you know, but don't, please don't let me uh, influence that in one direction or another. But again, there are legal precedents that could in fact be set. I do have a friend in Canada here, a good friend of the show as well, actually, that told me that uh, what's happening with a lot of these uh, ridiculous fines at least in Canada, I cannot speak for any other country, but at least in Canada, people are fighting some of these, uh, you know, vaccine mandate fines with respects to private businesses, contractors, you name it, and they're winning. They're, they're fighting it in court, and the judge is saying, listen, we have to side with the citizens because of the rights and all that. Now, I know the Canadian Constitution is not even remotely close to the... Um, to the level in which the American Constitution is with respects to individual freedoms and rights and what have you. But, you know, again, I'm not trying to say let's look at it glass half full, but I'm not also I'm also not trying to say let's look at it glass half empty. Right. So uh, speaking of which, the New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said that there, quote, there's not going to be an endpoint to this vaccination program. End quote. She said that on a recent interview um, on a on a I believe a state or well, not state media, but, you know, free press type media. But again, we know who's really pulling the strings in in a lot of regards. With respects to, you know, New Zealand, Australia, Israel, UK, America, you know, even Canada, really. Um, again, nothing new, technically. It doesn't take a genius to, to have to figure that out. I mean, we're, we were hoping this wasn't the case. But uh, the next thing, again, we're going to cover sort of all the COVID stuff with some other news in between just to sort of give you folks a break. And then we're going to cover all the global stuff after as we normally do, just to give you folks a, an idea of where we're heading here. Um, the only country in the world with the most restrictive COVID-19 measures more than uh, above Germany that has imposed it, these measures, uh, measures on its citizens is the country of Fiji. That's interesting. And I say that because, again, we see what's going on with Germany. We see actually mass protests in Munich as of the time I'm recording this right now, from my understanding of people. We're, again, we're not talking 10, 20, 30,000 people. We're talking in the six figures in the hundreds of thousands of people. So, you know, take that as you will. The next thing is that new research finds that COVID-19 vaccine res- resistant mutations strongly correlate with vaccination rates. And I quote, this is according to uh, publication pubs.acs.org. I want to be very clear for YouTube in this particular instance. And I quote, by tracking the evolutionary trage- trajectories, excuse me, of vax resistant mutations in more than 2.2 million SARS-CoV-2 genomes, we reveal that the occurrence and frequency of vaccine resistant mutations correlate strongly with the vaccination rates in Europe and America. Again, I'm not going to, I'm just going to leave that there. And I I genuinely mean that. Take that as you will, right? The next thing is that the UK is set to announce a plan B COVID restrictions, according to the Financial Times. Uh, Plan B includes the introduction of vaccine passports, mandatory face mask wearing, and a return to work from home guidance. Boris Johnson uh, decided he wanted to introduce new restrictions last night when the Christmas party mocking video was released. Um, 
yeah, again, the, the, the disclosed TV as I took it from uh, took that part there. Again, interesting. T- to be completely fair with you folks, it is interesting when you see something like that, right? So take that as you will. I'm not going to you know try to lean your decision or your opinion one way or the other. The next thing is that Olaf Scholz has now been sworn in as Germany's new chancellor. Angela Merkel's sort of legacy is out and done with, so to speak. So again, uh, think of that as you will. The next thing is that biotech CEO said upcoming vaccines for the Omicron variant, quote, should be a three-dose vaccine end quote. It's gone to the point now, folks, where I do want to say as well, an Al Jazeera article, which we'll be covering near the end of this uh, Kraken report here, mentioned as well, not even in the opinion section, in the actual news section, saying it's pretty evident that a lot of global issues and affairs right now are a geopolitical affair pertaining to that of the COVID vaccine and COVID itself, and it's therefore being politicized. Look, in my humble opinion, I I couldn't agree more. Um, Again, we have uh, health ministers from all over the world saying, regardless of which country, and even Dr. Fauci saying, you know, Omicron is no more deadly uh, than the Delta variant. Now, to be fair, to play devil's advocate, you might be saying, Dave, hold on. You don't listen to Fauci when it doesn't suit you, but then you listen to him when it does. Do you see what I'm saying? So to be fair, what I would say to that is I would say you're absolutely correct. We need to look for the data points. So when every single major health minister around the world says there's nothing to worry about with respects to Omicron, then why do we have people, for example, like WHO's Tedros proclaiming, quote, the Omicron variant could have a, quote, major impact on the course of the pandemic, end quote. You see what I'm saying? Major impact in what way? They're not saying We've been we've become so propagandized and ingrained in this emotional response over the last two years, even before COVID, but more so with COVID, obviously, that we don't even question. It's just all oh, bad, bad. Trust the authority. No problem. Done. Do you see what I'm saying, folks? I'm not anti-vax. I'm not pro-vax. In this particular case, as I always say, the fact that an opposing conversation cannot even be had is what concerns me. Right. With that being said, the next thing over here is that uh, excuse me. Um, UK Prime Minister Johnson's advisor, Allegra Stratton, has resigned after a video emerged of her laughing about a Downing Street Christmas uh, party last year, according to Sky News. Again, between that, the cocaine being found in his private offices and stuff like that, holy cow, right? I'll be honest with you, folks. I bet you Boris does blow, just my humble opinion, but... um, The next thing is that in Germany, again, this is very unfortunate, but it needs to be stated just to show the mental impact it's having on people, in my opinion. A father shot his wife, three children, and himself after an employer was, uh, an employer found out that he had forged his wife's COVID-19 vaccination passport. Uh, David R., D-E-V-I-D, at the age of 40, and his wife feared imprisonment, and according to the suicide note, they were also afraid that their children would be taken away from them, said the attorney general. Again, I'll be fair. The, it, it goes both ways, to be fair, this whole mental health situation. We should focus on mental health resources and all that. And you know all that money that was put towards that Fauci docu- documentary? First off, if he's so busy, how did he have time to do the documentary? And you might be saying, Dave, what does this have to do with what you just reported? Well, why don't you take the resources and efforts put into crap like that documentary and put it towards mental health issues like this? Of course, we know the answer why they won't. But again, uh, the next thing is that Hillary Clinton read her uh, what would have been her 2016 victory speech on TV she started crying and getting emotional. I watched a bit of it for the sake of, you know, reporting to you folks what, what was going on there. Look, when you're a psychopath and you're a warmonger like her, I don't, I don't take, I don't, I have zero remorse. So, uh, the next thing is that Pope Francis claimed, and I quote, sins of the flesh are not the most serious. Pride and hatred are the most serious. The head of the Catholic church proclaimed aboard the papal plane. I got an issue with the naming of this stuff, the papal plane, the, 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 even with the Royal family, her majesty, the palace, Jesus Christ, they're human beings on a plane. Chill, you know? So the next thing is that Boris Johnson says, quote, we will need to have a national conversation when asked about mandatory vaccination, like in some European Union countries. 
yeah, just like the protests, protests in Germany. I mean, at least he's saying it. But again, I mean, in my humble opinion, he's a puppet. He does what what is told to him by his superiors. And you might be saying, Dave, he's the head of the head honcho who's his superior. Well, you know, again, for those familiar with the channel, you'll know about, you know, the rogue, the shadow elements of things like that. Keep in mind, he meets with the queen for a couple hours once every week for tea, from my understanding. He meets with the queen and no one knows what they talk about. It's been a time old tradition. Nobody knows what they talk about. So again, take that as you will. The next thing is that Russia has sent a warning to the U.S. Embassy in Moscow of, quote, dangerous consequences for any provocations near Russia's borders, end quote, just one day after Biden spoke with Putin. Speaking of which, Biden didn't even have his sound on. He was muted, and then he realized he was muted. I mean, again, it's a, Putin sitting there, like, again, whether he's freaking or shitting his pants internally or not, which I doubt he is, but if he is... It's not as much of a shitting pan shit your pants Putin as it would have been, you know, with Obama and there, or with Trump and there, or with I don't know. Again, I'm this is just my opinion. I could be very wrong here, but what I'm trying to say is that Putin seemed like, my God, this guy's a child. It's true. I mean, I, I I'm not siding with him. Just look, just look. So. I'm sure Putin's got his, his downsides too, as with humans, you have positives and negatives overall, right? But the next thing is that Sweden has recorded the lowest December temperatures in 35 years with minus 43.8 degrees Celsius in Namaka. Wow. That's about the temperature where I am right now, believe it or not. That's that's pretty good. Um, the next thing is that St. Petersburg measured the lowest daily temperature on record yesterday. Thermometers dropped to minus 20.9 degrees Celsius. Um, let me just see here. Breaking the historic record set in, in 1893. Again, take that as you will as it pertains to the you know global warming climate change narrative. Um, you, you folks know where I stand on that uh, quite avidly, I would imagine. The next thing is that GOP representative Devin Nunez is set to resign from Congress in the coming weeks to become CEO of Trump's media company. It's a free market. So be it. You know, uh, you can speculate all you want, but I'm not into that whole drama speculation. You know, we got more important things to discuss and cover here. So the next thing is that Austria's Chancellor Nehammer said, hopefully I said that right, quote, lockdown for vaccinated ends on Sunday. The lockdown for unvaccinated continues, end quote. Again, take that as you will. Right. I'm 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 sick of this crap, to tell you the truth, my humble opinion. Um. But again, we need to report in order for us to keep our finger on the pulse. But with that being said, again, we're now going to get into the global reporting. So a missile strike risks uh, risks Middle East nuclear reactor responses, not in a good way in terms of literal you know, radioactivity. Uh, a new study explores potential radiological fallout and evacuations from a missile strike on commercial nuclear power plants. Again, my whole thing, just stop the wars. Again, this is what the aliens mean by we're, we're kids with toys. Look at this. We, we can't even control ourselves. And I'm serious. So the next thing is that a Libyan political body has called for a presidential vote to be for the presidential vote, excuse me, to be delayed. The high state council says the presidential and parliamentary elections should both take place on the same day. Uh, you know, again, if the, if this is what the people want and this goes through the appropriate process respective to that of the Libyan, um, you know, political uh, system, so be it. So be it. But if there's corruption, again, we got a different story. I'm sure with Libya, you got a lot of intelligence oper organizations and agencies involved in there, too. So, again, very hard to say. Um, the next thing is that Iraq repatriates 100 ISIS or ISIL fighters from Syria's Kurdish forces. Syrian Democratic Forces said the armed rebels were handed over to Iraq intelligence authorities for questioning. Again, uh, you know, it's let let them do their thing. And I don't see that. I don't say that, excuse me, in a way of like, oh, just leave them be, so to speak. But at the same time, I mean, again, this kind of, in my humble opinion, falls back to the sort of perspective one would take on Afghanistan. Where do you stand with that? Do you? 
Do you get involved? Do you not? Because again, the last 20 years has just been greedy pricks pocketing uh, the, the money on, be, you know, running the contracting companies with the military industrial complex with the generals. So again, it's one of those things, right? Uh, with that being said, before we carry on, I just wanted to say that over here on the right-hand side, on the Twitter feed, um, after saying they have not found credible evidence of extraterrestrial life, NASA uh, concedes that ETs, quote, might have visited Earth, end quote, in a new Freedom of Information Act talking points memo obtained by government addict. We see here the highlighted part. Uh, to date, NASA has yet to find any credible evidence of ET life, but we are not close to the possibility that such life exists and might have visited Earth. Yeah, be, I mean, it's a blatant lie in the first part, and, uh, as we can obviously, I mean, Christ, look at what the show is about, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it, take that as you will. The next thing is that Turkey has called for Israeli sensitivity towards Palestinians. Turkish President Erdogan says better ties with Israel would be beneficial for peace in the Middle East, but respect for Palestinians must be given. That's a tactic, a strategy on his part, bringing in the Palestinians. Again, I personally see things as human on human. Um, I, I would look, I want, I want human fairness, simple. Um, I, I don't believe that humans are meant to be limited to one planet, let alone a particular geographical area or vicinity on one planet with 7 billion other people. So again, this is where I stand on that. Erdogan, in my humble opinion, is doing this because it's a chess game. He's sort of sticking his thumb in the eye of Israel saying, you know, maybe there's some things going on in the back end and publicly I'm going to take a little jab at you saying, look, you know, you got to respect Palestinians because we know how, again, not the Israeli people, but the, the, the Zionists f uh, feel in that regard. And we can debate as to who is and isn't a Zionist in the Israeli government, but that, that's for another time, right? The next thing is that a U.S. journalist that was held in Lebanon has been freed after a call by rights groups. Human Rights Watch Amnesty International had said journalist Nada Homsi was being detained arbitrarily. This is what I'm talking about. These human rights groups that call for things and nothing happens, it's nonsense. But if they call for something and then something occurs, great. Now, we have to be considerate of the fact that, again... The, there could have been an intelligence operation here to get them out and it would have looked good on behalf of Amnesty International. We don't know. I, I don't know if Amnesty International has connections to the CIA. God knows. So again, um, we have to keep all this in mind. We can't just simply look at this and go, oh, fantastic. The point I'm trying to say is that when the UN calls for stuff and nothing happens and what have you, which is 95% of the time these institutions or you know nonprofits call for things, nothing happens. It's great to see when something actually does, right, in a positive fashion. The next thing is that France has freed a Saudi national held over suspected Khashoggi link. Saudi officials had earlier said the detention of a Saudi man at Paris's Charles Charles de Gaulle Airport, hopefully I didn't butcher that, was a case of mistaken identity. Again, I'm sure negotiations on the back end went, occurred. So I'm sure there's many moving parts in that in that area of the world with respects to the Saudis and what have you, the Saudi government, not the people, let me be clear. Uh, but again, we can only speculate, so I don't want to go into so many different directions when not, not needed. The next thing is that Qatar and Turkey agreed to boost economic ties and have signed 15 different agreements. President uh, Recep Tayyip uh, Erdogan and Emir Sheikh Tamim bin Hamad Al Thani signed 15 agreements to boost economic ties. Again, technically speaking... It, I don't know if, again, the intelligence communities and agencies will be all over this, but is it really, does it affect our day-to-day -day lives? Is it our problem, so to speak? Let them, let them, you know, make their deals. So uh, the next thing is that I'm not trying to just brush that off so easily and dismissively, but you folks know what I mean. The next thing is that U.S. Congress has allowed Saudi Arabia weapon sales to proceed. A bipartisan bid to block the 650 million sale of missiles and missile launchers has failed in the U.S. Senate. Just like how they tried to block the... Um, U.S. Congress a while ago tried to block the Iron Dome funding from uh, getting to Israel, but they got it. So, 
you know, I would imagine this is the same concept with the Saudis because of the oil. There's all you know, that conflicting interest, so to speak, right? The next thing is that Ethiopia has accused the U.S. and its allies of destructive approach. Prime Minister's spokesperson says accusations of illegal detentions by the government were, quote, misguided. Yeah, I see that. I could see that. Um, I could definitely see that. Uh, but again, I'm not trying to put the blame on the U.S. entirely, but <laughs> look at the track record. Um, the ne speaking of which, the U.N. has halted food aid in Ethiopia's Kombolka uh, Desi after looting. Uh, mass looting of WFP warehouses in the Amra Amara region prompts suspension of food distribution in two towns. Again, it's unfortunate to see in here, but again, I, I mean... This is the problem. The only people that suffer are the innocent ones. Very simple, right? The next thing is that uh, huge, a huge fire has torn through the Burundi prison and killed dozens. 69 people also injured in the blaze at the facility in the capital, Gitega. Vice President Prosper Bazomba, um, excuse me, ba Bazombanza says, excuse me, my, my apologies for uh, uh, mis mis uh, mispronouncing uh, his name there. You know... I want to know if this was a natural fire. It's one of those things you can't do anything. If it was something that was deliberately set, that we got a different story, right? We got a different situation on our hands here. Uh, the next thing is that India's defense boss and his wife and 11 others were killed in a helicopter crash. We see over here... Uh, military helicopter crashes in Tamil Nadu state killed at least 13 people, including defense chief General Bipin Rawat. Uh, again, hopefully I didn't butcher his name. Assuming this was not some type of intelligence op to take him out internally or otherwise, then again, these things happen. And I hate to say that to just brush things off like that. But again, you know, it'd be nice if we got some of that anti-gravity tech. I would probably guarantee less of this kind of stuff. But, you know, uh, the next thing is that Bangladesh has sentenced 20 people to death for a student murder. Um Abrar Fahad, 21, was beaten to death by fellow students at the Bangladesh University of Engineering and Technology in 2019. Bang again, if this is the process they want to go by, by sentencing human beings to death for murdering a student, again, it, it, this is tough. And I don't know where I stand on this myself to tell you the truth. Excuse me, to tell you the truth. It's very conflictual for me because I'm trying to think of the, the morales and the, the concepts of all this. So I, I don't, you know... Uh, th this is the problem, guys. This really is the problem. And I, I don't know what to say at this point with respect to that because you, everyone's opinions differ based on it, who deserves what and what situation. So I'm going to leave that to you folks to, to decide whether you think that's justified or not. I'm not trying to make, uh, make it a cop-out answer, but again, my opinion may differ from yours and I, I still, I'd have to ponder and sit on that really. Uh, the next thing is that Hyundai has invested $530 million to bring electric vehicles to India. Uh, India's second largest car maker will launch six affordable and premium electric models, including SUVs and sedans. Look, it's a, it's a business deal. Sure. It's a big one. And by all means, I don't, again, we should consider the intelligence operations and incursions there, but I mean, all world governments do. I, I would hope they do. Um, it's hard to say. It, it is. It is. But I mean, again, hoping good business is good. Uh, hoping business is good, excuse me, in a capitalistic sense. But at the same time, again, that sort of creates a whole ripple effect in a global sense economically. And it creates a lot of issues that fall onto the average person like yourself and myself. Right. So uh, the next thing is that Brazil football legend Pelé is back in the hospital for a colon tumor. The 81 year old three time World Cup winner is stable and expected to be released in a few days, his doctor said. 
that's good to hear. Again, everybody's human, right? I would say, of course, you got the you know cancer treating, uh, cancer curing uh, uh, treatments and things like this that are being hidden from us. You know, I would imagine even age regression or age preservation technology. But of course, you know, we all know why for many reasons that won't come out. But again, eighty-one years old in re- the realistic, grounded—I hate to even say realistic, grounded world um, sense of things. Excuse me, or context of things, because really we should have the the stuff that's being hidden from us. But eighty-one, I mean, look, he's not dead. Eighty-one's nice age. Not a bad age at all. So the next thing is that Chile has passed marriage equality legislation. It's been years in the making, but the new law includes recognition of parental ties and adoption rights for married same-sex couples. Again, if the people want it and it was done through a proper legislative process uh, uh, relative to the, the system there, beautiful. I, I mean, great. That's fantastic. And I really do mean that. Um, again, it doesn't affect me personally. I, as you know, many, uh, as many of you know, I have many gay friends, many lesbian friends, you name it. So again, um, I, yeah, great. Uh, again, I, the question then becomes, where do you draw the line within with respect to the LGBTQ community? I don't know now if there's a number or a P at the end. God knows. And I'm not trying to make fun of the LGBTQ community. Not at all. I'm just saying, again, it comes down to perspective and opinion. Where does that line be drawn with respect to, you know, the different transgender, the labeling, all that? That's a whole debate in and of itself. But in this particular case, this uh, I don't live in Chile. And even if I did, if it doesn't affect me, great. And, you know, for the people that have, uh, uh, for same-sex uh, partners, I, this is great news. So uh, the next thing is that Peru President Castillo has avoided an, impe- an impeachment attempt. The right wing parties introduced the impeachment motion in Congress in October, citing corruption allegations. But again, it didn't it didn't work. So it's a chess game. Whether he did something or not is not for me to say. What, what's more important here, in my opinion, is the fact that it is a chess game. Right. So. Again, it's never going to end with with all this um, unless there's some radical revamp of the system globally, per se. Uh, The next thing is that Australia has now joined the U.S. diplomatic boycott of the Beijing Winter Olympics. Prime Minister Scott Morrison cites China's unwillingness to talk to government officials and alleged rights abuses for the decision to boycott. Again, you know, the U.S. sneezes, Canada coughs, Australia follows, the U.K. Again, that whole alliance there relative to the world powers within that NATO umbrella makes sense. Makes sense. So, you know, nothing shock or nothing much of a shocker there per se uh the next thing is that okay now this is interesting this was according to al jazeera as i mentioned earlier in the episode and the headline is endless pandemic asia's omicron retreat shows covid is political and i quote asia pacific countries is rushed to slam borders shut over the new variant raises questions about the end goal end quote yeah Take that as you will. We spoke about it enough in this uh, in this episode, in my humble opinion. So, as I say, you know, deem uh, deem as you see fit your justification and reasoning to that. So, the next thing is that U.S. lawmakers investigating the January 6th Capitol riots say they will hold former President Donald Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, in criminal contempt. The House Select Committee said it has quote no choice end quote but to advance contempt proceedings against Mark Meadows for refusing to comply with his inquiry. Uh, Theranos, uh, excuse me, uh, again end quote. Hey, you know, uh, it's a chess game, in my opinion. This January 6th committee is a chess game. Um, I could be wrong. That's where I stand as of now. My opinion's always being open to uh, being changed, as you all know. But it's a chess game, whether it's the Bannon footage with Epstein, whether it's the uh, Bannon being in contempt of court, whether it's going after Roger Stone and then Trump parted them. Again, it, it's a, in my opinion, it's a chess game. These people are depraved. These people are sick. And I'm not trying to defend the Republican administration that was previously before this one. I'm really not. But again, these people are so depraved energetically, and at least in my opinion, they're constantly feeding for that negative energy, constantly trying to get back at each other. And again, it never ends. Never, never ends. What's actually, what scares me more is when these monsters are calm 
and they play strategy. That's what scares me because now they consciously know what they're doing and they're not acting out of emotion, if that makes sense. But uh, the next thing is that Theranos founder Elizabeth Holmes testified uh, she never lied to investors as her defense team rested its case in her criminal fraud trial. Uh, Miss Holmes, 37, pleaded not guilty to charges she lied about her firm, including that its technology could detect diseases with a few drops of blood. Uh, prosecutors say she knowingly duped investors and patients. Uh, her defense says she was merely a naive businesswoman whose firm failed. She knew, I think she, I, I, in my humble opinion, I have not looked into the case uh, with respect to that of, you know, the way an investigative journalist would, but in my humble opinion, I mean, I, I, I'm sure she's more guilty than her defense is letting on. Of course, that's the point of defense lawyers, right? But, you know, as they say, innocent till proven guilty. So let's see what happens. We will keep you posted and follow up on that, the status of the trial for you folks. The final thing, and I didn't mean to really end it on a negative note, but I, it's sort of making a point with respect to the media overall, not, not so much uh, Mr. Cannon's son, but Nick Cannon has announced that his five-month-old son, Zen, has died after being diagnosed with a brain tumor. The America's Got Talent and Masked Singer uh, host confirmed the news during the Nick Cannon show on Tuesday. He called the episode a, quote, celebration of life for his late son who died last weekend, end quote. Now, I'm going to say something here that may be unpopular, but... The pro may he may his son rest in peace. Truly, again, I mean a five month old uh, baby. That's uh, life is precious. I genuinely mean that. But at the same time, not so much Mr. Cannon. It just so happens his story was reported in this regard at the time. I wanted to point this out. But look at the way the media presents things. Are there not children dying every day, not just in Africa, but all in the Middle East? You name it. Again, and what I'm trying to say is that this propaganda with I mean alleged. I got to be careful here. This propaganda pertaining to pushing a particular narrative as it pertains to the uh, the beep boop, we'll call it, that's so focused on, but all these children for years and years that have been dying from cases like this, from even, you know, having, uh, excuse me, um, he was diagnosed with a brain cancer, with, with brain cancer, excuse me, a brain tumor, sorry. Y you'd think, you know, like, again, all this could be solved if they brought out the tech that they're hiding. Simple. It could all be solved. But, I mean, it's, it, yeah. You know, and this is the problem. The media then has something to report on. How depraved the system is. How depraved. It, it's absolutely terrible. I didn't mean to use Mr. Cannon's story as an example uh, specifically, but it just so happened to be the one. So with that being said, folks, thank you so, so very much for watching or listening. And we have a, uh, a lot of stuff coming for the members, lots of things coming for the public as well. And we'll catch you all very, very soon. Cheers.